Welcome to Weekend Rental, episode 74. We are your gaming and geek culture podcast. As always, my name is Ryan, and I'm joined by Andy. Nate. And Nate. Hey guys, what's going on? If you like our content, you can check out a whole bunch of other great geeky content, articles, podcasts, and more over at geekade.com. What's your geek? So, yay. Here yeah. we are. We're all three in in the in in a podcast together. I feel yeah. like it's been way too long. It's been a while. <laughs> I was out last last time. Ryan was out the time before. The three musketeers are I, back. I was possibly out today, but it yeah, happened. We made it work. Yeah. We're sacrificing. Sacrificing for you guys. There's a lot of a lot of news hitting in the in the world of video games, or at least in my feed and stuff like that. I think the most interesting that has come up is a 90 year old streaming lady. Is that how you say it, streaming lady? No, that's probably not appropriate. <laughs> probably streamer, so, Twitch streamer. Yeah, yeah. I mean, do you call a 90 year old that? Yeah, I, I don't think Why, she's one of the boob tubers, right? I don't think she goes that way. Yeah, I'm probably not. No, I I think uh, the news for all this coronavirus stuff is um, just now it's just random interesting things popping up uh, because I think the actual news is there's just nothing out there. So uh, I I caught this article that a new Guinness World Record uh, came out and a for the oldest gamer, which I don't know. That's kind of tough to determine i suppose with all the people in the world but uh this woman is 90 years old she's been gaming i think it's for 39 years and uh has been doing streaming on youtube and has brought her channel all the way to 250,000 subscribers and she's playing all the hits she's playing skyrim she's playing um I, I can't even remember what the other one was but she's playing all the hits and uh people are loving it and she really enjoys it and it just really had me thinking this whole time will we be gaming when we're 90s 90 years old will our thumbs even work at the age of 90 i'll have been dead mm. for probably <laughs> 20 years me so too. i'm gonna go no <laughs> Oh, I mean that's real here. What is the average life expectancy of a a game podcaster? Do you think a video game podcaster probably probably forty tops? (laughs) This this train wreck's almost over. (laughs) Yeah, we're gonna have a funeral one of these days. Yeah, yeah. I just feel like life expectancy is like what seventy five. I don't feel like I'm gonna achieve more than that plus like my wife is destined to have alzheimer's so i don't know if i need to stick around for a lot of that like by the time she forgets who i am like it's fine (laughs) really really dark i think the interesting thing is why at the age of sorry to shit on your feel-good story i didn't kind of take that in a bad direction (laughs) and now death no it's i think the interesting part of that whole thing is 
why in the world would you start doing something that you've never done in your late 50s and 60s, especially video gaming? It's not, I'm going to travel the world. It, it's not, I'm going to learn how to cook better or whatever. It's, I want to play video games, which I just think is very, very interesting and very unique. Um, and I applaud her. I think that's pretty stinking cool to have a 90 year old cruising on that. Yeah. I mean, that's kind of like, we were talking about how you would see parent, our parents or whatever, and not mine. Cause they were like mid fifties when I was a kid, mid to late fifties, I would say. And they, I don't think I've ever saw them touch a game controller before, you know? So having this lady being in, in that time in the, you know basically when the Atari came out and get into it at that age. That's nuts. Did they get into it all in the article? Like was she exposed to it because of children or she just kind of came into it on her own or Uh, reading the article? She was, um, she just didn't understand why the video games were strictly for kids. And so that's, that's kind of what spurred her along. If, if they can have it, why can't I? Um, Sure. And they went into some details in some of the councils that, that, she started with and it didn't start with the atari um so it was 1981 she started with i don't know it was a really strange council i never heard of um and i don't know her nationality and she looks like a little asian woman um so i don't know sometimes video gaming is um it's like a cultural thing too over there i don't know um she she sounds like the tricks bunny of video games (laughs) not supposed to have it i need it I'm after right. these. Yeah, it, it, it's it's really interesting. But we've had this discussion before with uh, who's the uh, there was a lady that Animal Crossing and how yeah. many thousands and thousands <laughs> of hours she put into Animal Crossing where she's playing it every day. She's elderly, and that's her that's her Facebook. You know, yeah, <laughs> they're 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 not posting pictures. She's just busy playing Animal Crossing, and that's her thing. So. I don't know. We'll see. Goals. Hopefully, at the age of 90, my thumbs can do some. Or, like you guys, I'm alive at the age of 90. You know, yeah. I guess. If I, guess if we'll I don't see. make it, if I do make it that long, my biggest goal won't be to continue playing games. It'll mostly just be not to shit myself on a day to day basis. But if I can also game, great. I'll take it. <laughs> yep. At least I have, <clears throat> at least I'm like really into RPGs. So, like when I'm older. I don't have to worry about my dexterity as much. Oh, just you get that, your mind. You get that one-handed PS4 controller yep. or whenever, and you just go to town. Yep. As long as you have a semi-functioning mind, <laughs> that's, that's all you can do. Yeah. Dude, imagine the possibilities, though. Like, if you forgot what you played from the day before, everything's a new adventure. Rediscovering Mario Brothers for the first time? Oh, my that's gosh. Have you heard this? <laughs> that, that's what we should do. It's a new adventure every time. That's great. Uh, Rock band when I'm older. Oh, that is we'll not going to work out. We'll have concerts in the in the nursing home. You better set it to like no penalty for like off time notes. <laughs> yeah, it's the only way that's working. Through the fire and flames, <laughs> on expert, go for it. Did you see? Uh, Stevie T and those guys do a live stream, like a cover of one of their songs. Yep. Yeah. I guess he was supposed to go on tour with them and then backed out because of like anxiety reasons, but 
it's pretty cool though it's thinking awesome that's amazing you know what else is amazing tell me the best game of the last one of the best games of the last 10 years being given away for free on the epic game store what is that right. fortnite <laughs> best game should have been an indicator <laughs> uh so grand theft auto 5 they're giving it away free it, um which I guess makes sense since it just left Game Pass. Yep. So they must have thrown a bunch of money at Rockstar. And, uh, <laughs> and Rockstar's yeah, it, like, little do they know, everybody on Earth owns it already. So Yes. Well, this go. is my <laughs> fifth fifth version of this game that I've bought. So oh, my gosh. Kind of impressive. But, yeah, free. It crashed the store. It was down most of the day that it was, like, secretly revealed it was a mystery game. It was opening. Um, but I'm pretty excited. I downloaded and installed it because I've always wanted to screw around with the mods and I've wanted to see like how good this game can actually look. Mm. I know it looks pretty good on Xbox One X um, and PS4 it looks really good too, but PC is obviously going to be the best way to play it. Um, so that's pretty pretty huge. I mean, I know it's an old game, but it still retails for like 30 bucks. So for them to give that away, that's massive. So yeah. that kind of sucks for me because I started it on xbox and have been cruising with it for a little while on uh game pass and now that they've taken it away i don't have it anymore <laughs> so i've lost everything my progress etc well you'll still have your save file so if you bought the disc it should pick up will it yeah yeah yep. Yep. okay now i just gotta go buy the disc i guess yeah you can find it upon well assuming punch ups are open and available you should be able to find it for like five bucks i'll have to do that or just download it for free or is it not available anymore it's just pc well i have a pc oh well then download it yeah it's free on epic you just won't be able until... to move your saves over to pc though right yeah. it's free until tomorrow though so if you create an account you can download it even if you don't think you'll play it you might as well just digitally purchase I, it so if you i ever yet decide to, to play a game on my pc i love that sounds pathetic PC. I, uh, I've been doing a lot more Game Pass stuff. In fact, I ran into the stuff being delisted like you did too. Um, I was trying out some new stuff because for some reason there's some good games on there that are only on the PC side. Mm. Uh, it's like the messenger I downloaded and then I downloaded West of Loathing cause I heard that was hilarious and it is, but like when I downloaded it, it gave me the warning that it was being taken down. So I think it may be gone or will be gone soon. Uh, also it was very funny, but it's funny in a very text heavy way. Which I just, oh, yeah. I'm not going to do that. Like, I, that, at least at the point that I was playing it, I'm like, yeah, this isn't what I want right now, but good yeah. game. I had the same thing. I played 15 minutes of it. I'm like, oh, it's this. I'm <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It was, yeah, the it humor was great. Mood, yeah. Right. Gears Tactics, though, I've been playing, I guess, a substantial amount of that. I probably put in like six hours since the last time we talked. Wow. Um, I like that game. It's, I wouldn't say it's like a fantastic tactics game, but they do a lot to well, make it fit into the universe. And then there's a lot more character depth than I was expecting. You get like talent trees or skill trees and like loot to pick up. Um, I don't know. I, I feel like I kind of have experienced everything. I'm probably going to experience in it already, but I'm enjoying it. You know, if you just want a game where you're just going to chill for a couple hours, the problem with that though, is I have the same problems with tactics games that I have with like civilization, which I guess are kind of in the same vein where it's just like, I put it in, and then three hours go by, and yeah. I'm like, oh, shit. <laughs> like a Rampart beating? Did we? Uh, was it Rampart? I, I tried yeah. Rampart with Ryan, the strategy game, and 
You can not wrap the head around the very basic strategy of Rampart. It of was building, a, building a wall I couldn't do and got issues. But anyways, yeah, I, I digress. Have you have you tried that one? I know you were talking about an Andy tactic. I, I haven't gotten, I haven't been on anything on PC in a while now. But uh, so for somebody who has zero affinity toward Gears of War, doesn't give a shit about Gears of War, does the tactics alone make it? better than like an XCOM? Mm, I would say no. I mean, I would say if you like XCOM though, and you don't give a crap about Gears of War, you're probably still going to find enough to like here. Sure. Okay. It's pretty cool. It, it's, I will say I've been using mouse controls. It kind of pushes you for keyboard or uh, controller, which I suppose you're going to have it on Xbox one. Mm. Um, but I st- stuck with mouse and it has, it has a weird sensitivity issue. Or when I'm trying to like zoom out or like move troops that it'll just like freaking dart across the screen and they have to come back. Oh, that's which annoying. is a little, yeah, I'm not a big fan of that, but other than that, I, I like it. Huh. You can do, you can unlock, I think after the first or second mission, you unlock squads of four. So you can take four out on a mission and then you have your whole barracks team to select from. So you can have like a total of six people in your roster at a time to pick from. And then you'll have people on the back burner too. And when I unlocked um, the full roster of four the first time, I didn't pick up on that. Like I thought I could only play the next level as a two piece. So I did that and I won, but it was just, I was like on the struggle bus and couldn't figure it out. And then the next one I realized like, Oh, I was supposed to go into that with four people. Like I was not supposed to go in with two dudes cause it was nasty, but huh. I overcame it just was not the best. That's crazy. Yeah. Fight. That's pretty cool that they let you do that though. Yeah. Cool. Or well, <laughs> stupid. <laughs> no. Maybe give you a few more you. warnings. Yeah. Right. Like, Hey, you don't have all your people. Maybe cool it. Yeah. <laughs> Cause it does when you don't, if somebody has a gear or spec point to apply that you haven't, and you put them in your party for your loadout, it warns you of that before you leave. So I'm curious as to why it didn't just warn me that I didn't have people in there that I could have had. Sure. Seems, seems ill-advised. Yeah. Well, my kids, uh, hit prime Minecraft age. So that's kind of what we've been doing a lot. It's just doing co-op Minecraft with kids. Nice. Yeah, we we've been doing some of that too. My wife, not so much. She kind of gave up quickly, but my kids play on their server every day and like have to show me something. And mm-hmm. we've done one or two group sessions, but they always want to play in creative. And I'm like, no, that's not fun. Like, uh-huh. let's play in survival, and make it challenging. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's yeah. amazing at like how young of an age kids can wrap their head around. Like, my kid can educate me on like every tactic, how to build every kind of spawner. <laughs> Like what can do this to poo and uh, it's unbelievable. Like, I don't know how he's absorbed it all. I mean, yeah. I, I played a hell of a lot of that game and I don't understand half of what he's telling me. Yeah. There's a lot of other things to, like, yeah, my kid just taught me about charcoal. I didn't know you could make that without just coal. But just kids are more superior. Either. They're more superior on the video game stuff. Yeah. It's, it's amazing. My son, this morning, my son got his first solo win on Fortnite. Wow. That's pretty, I mean, I feel like that's pretty impressive for mm-hmm. 
for an eight-year-old kid. And I don't know. I can't even hang with with like his friends that are playing online and stuff like that. I can't even hang with them. It, it's it's ridiculous. And the same goes with the Minecraft. That's what they've been playing most of today is uh, Minecraft on their tablets and stuff like that. I don't even know what's going on. I've never played Minecraft still to this day. <laughs> it's basically virtual Legos. That's all you need to know. Yeah. I know. It's just so pixelated and gross looking. No. Well, on PC, when you put some texture mapping on it, it looks fantastic, actually. Really? Yeah. Didn't they just add, like, ray tracing to it now, too? Which yeah. is it's kind of funny because it's, like, still sharp edges on everything. But Sharp ray tracing. Yeah. Amazing. Well, there's something that uh, that we get to look forward to, maybe. I'm not sure if you guys would or not. Uh, but Amazon, the giant of um, retail, I guess, online retail, they uh, they now have their very first video game. Um, so they have become their own video game company. And uh, the game Crucible was their first title. They have two titles coming out. Um, I think one's coming out in August. I don't remember the name of it. And they have... Um, this game, Crucible, has been postponed many times over. I think... What they're saying is it's going to give Fortnite a run for its money. We'll see about <laughs> that. Luck. Yeah. But, you know, mm, so bullshit. Amazon is now, they're really banking on these two games to go well. And then they have quite a bit uh, more in development, from my understanding, which is really interesting. And uh, people are saying they're, they're going right after the throw to Stadia, which I think is hilarious anyway. It's that there isn't much there to to compete against, but really I, interesting that this yeah. giant is coming into the video game world of whatever multi-billion dollar industry and saying, oh, yeah, we can compete with, you know, Activision, Blizzard and all of that stuff, which is really interesting. I guess, like, what are they doing with it? Is it just PC only? Are they just publishing it? Yeah, it's on Steam, or... which is really weird. Okay, so they're just they're a publisher then not sort of well i mean they, end developer they, they own twitch so you would think that they'd put it on their twitch app thing i believe they're developing um so amazon i can't even remember the name of their like oh yeah they have game studios for sure yeah i mean yeah. i'm sure it has microtransactions right otherwise why would amazon give a shit correct yeah that it's a micro microtransaction i mean very similar to like fortnite and all of those types of games mm that uh, you're buying skins, you're buying uh, loot boxes or, or whatever it is. Um, yeah, they, they think they can, uh, they can hang with everybody. And I don't know, it's just so weird going through a lot of those free games available, you know, Call of Duty, Warzone, and, you know, there's Apex Legends, there's Fortnite. I mean, all the games essentially are the same structure. I mean different look and all of that stuff but just very similar concepts storms circles um teams you know all of that it's just really really weird that i guess it's a successful model though right i don't know yeah for now i don't think we'll be talking about this in 10 years but no yeah i mean it's interesting i mean amazon owns like 
the world, right? So the fact that they right. have a studio somewhere in house that's doing this makes sense, I guess. Right. I, I want to say they have like their own like game engine, like I forget what it's called, but they're basically trying to go after like Unity as well. Really? Yeah. Interesting. Since we're talking about, I didn't put this in show notes, but since we're talking about free to play games, um, Fantasy Star Online 2 got ported to the US <laughs> and Western markets after eight years, uh, and it is free to play right now on your Xbox One, and it will be free to play on PC on the 27th. So, free MMO. I don't know. I, I mean, I want to check that one out. It's like an eight year old MMO now. Yeah. But it's very reminiscent in the fact of like MMO, uh, the way you load out is a lot more like Monster Hunter where there's a hub world, you form your party of four and you go to like an instance. So you're not like out in an open world indefinitely. And then they were talking about how the gameplay is pretty satisfying. They said it's kind of like a mashup between just like a straight hack and slash, like Devil May Cry, and then, you know, some elements of Monster Hunter in there. So oh. I don't know. I I kind of feel like I might check that one out, especially now that it's on PC or will be. Yeah. It's got kind of a legacy, right? Like that pedigree from the Dreamcast. Everybody kind of holds it up there with like such high regard. It does. Like I, I, if it was a new game, I'd be all in it. But since it's like, it's just like built on that old thing. I don't, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. IGN seemed to think it was pretty good despite yeah. the fact. Yeah. I don't know. They've probably done a good job of keeping it relevant to some extent. I'm guessing if they were charging so, 30 bucks. I think I'd be like, no, but you know, I'd almost like that better than I'm sure it's a lot of shit. Like, Oh, pay for money to, you know, you're going to have like four spots to hold stuff and you have to pay money to increase, you know, that all that garbage. So sure. I'm guessing in the long run, just to make it feel like a real game, you're probably spending more. I don't know. Yeah, maybe. There's only one way to find out. Oh, no. Yep. You Maybe. have to play it now. Maybe. I, uh, so GameStop had this sale where you buy five games under $20 and you get 50% off. And it didn't stop. So you could just keep buying games and they were all 50% off. Oh, no. <laughs> So it was buy five, and then after that, every game's 50? Yep. Well, yeah, oh. even including the ones at the first five, too. Yeah. Oh. So how many games did you buy? It was a lot. I don't know all together, but it was a lot. And when you're digging through the depths of, like, uh, the cheap games on GameStop, it's amazing seeing the stuff that you never knew existed, never knew came out, especially on, like, Switch, even. There's a lot of shit on the Switch that's like, what is this, even? But the one that caught my eye the most was uh, Umahara Kuase, which is a old Super Nintendo, Super Famicom game that's kind of well known for like weird physics, like grappling hook thing. Huh. And uh, it's kind of well known for being popular for that. So it was really weird to see that, that they made a new one for the Switch and it came over here. And it's not very good. No, no. No, it feels really wonky. It feels like a Super Nintendo trying to do physics. <laughs> so it's Mohawk and Headphone Jack? Kind of, yeah. Ugh. 
Plus, it's like a lot of cooking stuff, and yeah, it's it's okay. But that game always has a way of getting back into this podcast. <laughs> it comes up so many times. It really does. They need to remake it. So you're still waiting on more games to show up, I assume. Then, if you made a haul, yeah, still waiting for a lot of them, but they come up wow. for you. every once in a while. Fifty percent off. That's pretty amazing. Yeah, I like that. It doesn't doesn't cap either. I mean, you wonder why they're going out of business. They don't. I, you know, it's funny that you mentioned that too, because Brandon um, had texted me a couple weeks back, and it was like he discovered some glitch where it was, if you bought three games under twenty bucks, it was like or under yeah under twenty bucks or thirty bucks, it was like buy one, get two free. But then there was like another thing, separate sale that was like buy any game get two free so it was like stacking because it didn't block the other one out so he was getting like buy one get four free essentially wow. I'm like that's nuts they should really proof this stuff yeah beforehand right right well and i was banned uh, from gamestop website for so long so they must have finally right. said like hey we need we'll take money sure <laughs> we'll take your money now you're gonna be banned again as soon as you get all that stuff probably screw you Reggie, heard your pleas. Yeah. I even got some of the retro stuff, so we'll see how that Ugh. comes in. Yeah. Anything notable? Uh, the the first one I got came today was uh, Toe Jam and Earl. Oh. Panic. And? And uh, that one, it was real. It seemed like it was fine. It was okay. Shape. So. Cards only? Yeah. Cool. That's the other thing, well, you know, you buy the Switch games and it's like, here's your little cartridge, you know, it's like, come on, people. Yeah, that sucks. Because, you know, you're going to lose that. I think I have like one loose game. I, I bought it maybe with you. I bought that uh, Hyrule Warriors. Oh, yeah. I lost that thing for like three and a half months. And I found it in a coffee jar. <laughs> like, I'm like, oh, that's where that went. Cool. So then I put it in a case properly. But yeah, I can't imagine having a Switch collection where you don't have the cases. It'd be so frustrating. Yep. I feel like the Switch is different than like the DS where it was like everybody bought those cases to put, you know, their whole collection in. I feel like the right. Switch should be different than that, but maybe maybe they people do it the same way, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, my my portable case has like a couple of those in it, but outside of that, I don't have anything. Mhm. My son lost uh Rocket League on the Nintendo Switch. <sighs> And I couldn't find it for the longest time. Had no idea where it was. Found it in the cup holder of my wife's car. I about lost <laughs> my mind. And it was months, months later that, that I found it. It's like, what is wrong with you, child? Just do better. <laughs> Take care yeah. of your stuff. Yeah. I got I get mad when they put it back in a different case. And they <laughs> a cup holders with you. Yeah. I don't know, man. You gotta lay down the law. Oh yeah, he went he went crazy on my my shelf the other day where he was pulling things out and then he puts it back. One, he pushes it all the way back so it doesn't look really nice and mm. even <laughs> across the shelf. And then everything is just mixed up. That's, you know, Switch, Xbox, Wii, all of that stuff. I made him alphabetize it all. Wow. I was like, "Your chore for today, it's all coming out and you're alphabetizing it." and fixing it and uh i haven't gone over and checked his work but i was pretty irritated with that nice good play though i like it 
I mean, as long as he gets him by console, I think that's a win. Yeah. Alphabetical, even better. I'm going to have my yeah. kid do that. Do it. <laughs> Make him feel the pain. My kid's going to learn how to read better before <laughs> I do that. <laughs> this is an opportunity. Say, okay, now it's time to learn the letters a little bit well, better here. That's where I get irritated with my daughter when they play Nintendo games together, because I keep telling her, I'm like, no, stop skipping the text. Like, I want you to read this aloud to me. Like, at least let it sink in while you're doing something fun. Get a little goodness out of it. Yeah. Yeah. Never happens. Damn kids. To be fair, that's what you do too, though, I'm sure. True. Skip yeah. text. <laughs> Don't read any of that stuff. No. As a kid, I remember reading it, though. As an adult, I don't really need to know the deep intricacies of Yoshi's crafted world, though. So, <laughs> I started to play. That. I started to play Witcher Three on Xbox Game Pass. <laughs> yeah, and never have any experience with the Witcher series. I saw a trailer. I was like, "Yeah, this this looks pretty pretty good." The gameplay doesn't look as good as the trailer. I'm just gonna throw that out there right away. But uh, I just wanted to jump in, start playing, figuring it out. I skipped all the text at the beginning. I was just like, don't need it, don't need it, don't need it. And I accidentally skipped the tutorial where it at least tells you what buttons do what. And so then I just got left in this castle of, okay, go to town. No idea what to do. No idea what buttons to push. <laughs> and it was like, make sure you do this. Never did it. Couldn't do it. Ended up shutting it up and then uninstalling it. So <laughs> I'm over it. And I'm done. <laughs> yeah, that was that was a a rocking twenty minutes of my life. <laughs> so I have now played Witcher three. Yeah, you know all it's about a terrible it. game. Yeah, it's crappy. <laughs> Millions must be wrong. I, yeah, I wouldn't enjoy it either. It's not my type of game. But I didn't know what the hell I was doing. <laughs> yeah, I was out. So they need a better tutorial. It sounds like that just proves like how much time us dads actually have i was like yeah. i don't have time for any of this if i can't just go yeah we're gonna have a problem i thought it was some open world adventure thing i still don't know what kind of game it is yeah yeah well, when did we get to the point where we just kind of settled for like obnoxious upfront tutorials instead of like letting games just dynamically teach you things as you slowly started i don't it's so like it's such a wall anymore i don't get it yeah, and I couldn't progress anymore until I did what they wanted me to do, but I didn't know what button combo to do because I didn't read it right away. Yeah, that's so, Yeah, very, very frustrating. So that's the way it is. Well, but at least you and I got to do couch co-op for the first time in months. Well, more like lawn chair co-op. Yes. So for everyone who's like freaking out right now, we, we did what I happen to call social distance co-oping. And uh, I invited Nate over and I set up two lawn chairs several feet apart, got out my projector, my hacked PlayStation Classic with all sorts of ROMs from every console. And I uh, put my projector screen on my garage door and we just sat in the driveway Friday night Yeah, uh, and just played a bunch of random stuff. It was, and it was glorious. It was, minus the cold weather. It was Nate, really like my first human interaction of friends outside of like co-working people and stuff like that and family. Yeah. That I was like, Oh my gosh. I haven't even spent time with family in that close proximity in all of this. So in your face, that's family. how you rate. Yeah. 
in your face. No, that that was a lot of fun. Um, yeah, it was uh, played a lot of different classics. Uh, you introduced me to a mech game that I think is absolutely terrible. Um, LAPD Future Cop. It's amazing, everyone. But we played that after we played uh, Battle Toads, the arcade game, mm-hmm. and so it was hard to make that shift to this crappy mech game. But Battle Toads arcade, that's ridiculous. That's a really, really good version of Battletoads. Yeah, it's fantastic. The art style is great. The music's good. The cutscenes are good. You know, the enemy variety and the humor. Um, like the door that opens with like enemies on the toilet and they see you're there and they come out after you. Uh, and then let's not forget the oversized enemies that tower over you so your character has no choice but to, with one hand, bare fist their genitals and with the other just start punching them in the balls until you kill them. But but let's let's go a little bit further with that because our listeners they need to visualize this a little bit better. Okay, you you see that, how you can ex- paint a picture, Nate. Paint a picture. That the battle toads they reach for the enemy's junk, and when they grab it, you can actually see their junk. <laughs> I mean, fully clothed, of course, yeah, but yeah. the whole outline and everything as a pimple or whatever their names are are holding this guy's dong and just punching it, just punching and punching that dog. Yeah. As as they shriek in horror too. It's so satisfying. And it was so funny and it was just like constant laughs of, all right, all right, quick, grab his dog, punch it. It's funny. And it, it got that ridiculous, but that game is brutally difficult. It's one of those, unfair arcade games that are just like yeah you got a few quarters give them to me and you'll have 30 seconds of fun that's it yeah and sadly i think it might even be more fair than the console ports but it's still ruthless when it comes to boss encounters does when it have get like those carts? boss no okay so none of that there, shit in there is one cart level where you're riding on like a very small platform that moves automatically which is some bull crap because you got no way to avoid stuff but yep there was one, there's like the downwell section, but instead of ropes, you just have a jetpack, so it's not really an issue. Yeah, much much more fair in that sense. I have never, I've never seen this arcade. I would have loved to see this arcade. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, I mean, it's still a mystery. I don't even know what it looks like. I'll have to, I'll have to look it up sometime. Yeah, and, and uh, it's funny, too, because like I always thought Turtles in Time was the first game where I saw characters get thrown into the screen, like fourth wall. But this has that, and I'm pretty sure this predates it. I mean, it, it's very... Either Turtles was a knockoff, or Battletoads was a knockoff of either one. They were very, very similar, especially, um, you know, the starting of, of the arcade. Um, Oh, the whole we, property itself, too. <laughs> it's pretty Ninja Turtles. Well, I mean, yeah, it is. But, uh, yeah, it was it was very strange. Huh. Yeah, I mean, they definitely it. made that thing to cash in on, you know, the Turtles craze, for sure. So it says the arcade came out in 1994. So that was post. That'd be. Hold on. That would have been post. Yeah, Ninja Turtles, Turtles. has to be 93. Charles in Time Arcade release. 
Uh, yeah, they're saying 91. Really? Yeah. That's very oh, interesting. Oh, the, the, the first one, yes, yeah. Turtles in Time well, was 93, right? Well. Turtles, the arcade. This is saying Turtles in Time was 91 in the arcade, but let's double check. because huh. I'll check Wikipedia, the most reliable of all websites. <laughs> 100%. Um, so Turtles in Time was ported to the Super NES in 1992. So yeah, it must have been in arcades in 91 then. Sure. Huh. Crazy. That's amazing. And Battletoads mm. was 94? So they say. So it was well after all the other ones, basically. Huh. Yeah, that's a good point. <laughs> they made their best game on arcade hardware, though, for sure. Yeah, they went backwards. They made the console games first and then went to arcade. You don't see that too often. It's very mm. true. It's so much better than... I mean, I'm not a fan of... Every once in a while, I think the Battletoads has that that cult following a little bit where they think it's a great game or they're, you know, speed running it and all of that stuff. And that's fine and dandy, but I've never got into that game. And I personally think, especially like the Battletoads NES version is garbage. I think it's absolutely terrible and yeah, not that good. I mean, the thing is, is like, I think people have a fondness for it, not because the game's great, but it's just visually so striking and it does some cool right. stuff like that first boss you fight in the NES one where it's like his perspective and you're throwing the rocks into the screen. And that's pretty yep. memorable. I mean, that, and I always like playing through that part, but as soon as I get to the hover bikes, I turn that thing off. Like it's just done. Yep. I agree. I don't like it as a game. I mean, I like the property and I like the looks, but it's not fun for me. Yeah. The, I, I'm sure we've already talked about some PS5 in the last couple of episodes, but uh, there was some news that the Unreal Engine, uh, which is kind of the developer side of things for the PlayStation 5, um, they did a trailer not too long ago. Actually, I sent it to you, Ryan. And the trailer, if you ever have a moment, you should go check it out. It's pretty impressive for what that overall PS5 look is. Now, granted, it is a trailer, so it's not always going to be that or not even close to that sometimes because uh, they're running in the in the perfect specs. But when you read a lot about this Unreal Engine and the capab- capabilities of it, it's supposed to streamline development in a massive way where um, it like auto-scales everything and so it's really doing a lot of the work for you, which is really interesting. So I'm curious to know if if this is going to speed game development up even more, or is it still going to take many, many years, or if things are being auto-scaled or whatever, if that's really going to change uh, how we see games coming out, if it's going to be kind of like those movies now or, or whatever, <laughs> where it's just instant and... Um, instant releases and stuff like that. Yeah. I mean, I feel like Unreal has been the prominent, like, I mean, backbone of a lot of games for many years now. At least AAA. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think there's something nice about Unreal in that <clears throat> if you're already familiar with it and you're not a AAA developer, you're going to be able to take advantage of a lot of stuff easily and understand it. I think, what you know that that trailer is great, and I watched that too. Um, but really, those tech demos like that, like even with the PS4, you saw some of that stuff, and it's like, yeah, this looks fantastic in this 
very canned, closed off environment. And you never see like an actual game, even AAA look that good, even through a life cycle usually. So I'm, I'm impressed by it. I'm blown away, especially by the lighting effects and the, oh, yeah. the detail on surfaces. But I just don't expect a game to look like that. And maybe, you know, a couple will for sure get close, but I don't know. Yeah, I mean, a lot of the statues and stuff that they in there, they duplicated it many times. So it's not like they were, I don't know, they were just duplicating assets, it looked like to me that they they weren't really pushing the limits. Right, yeah, so they would fill out a gigantic room, but it's all the same thing, just like the, you know, the old days where (laughs) the crowd of people would have like three models in it, you know, but right. it, uh, the lighting, every third person, their arms go up. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, it just reminds me of that PS4 one where they're like, look at the detail on this face. It's like, yeah, but that's all you're animating. It's a black <laughs> space with a face. Like, of course this looks great, but like, that's not what video games are. It's not right. face the game, you know? But yeah, I mean, I, that aside though, I think what they showed off was jaw dropping. I mean, photorealistic. I think yeah. probably for the first time I've ever been like, I could be confused by that if I didn't yeah. know in, in passing. Which is, I yeah, feel they, like, something they've been talking about since even PS3 and Xbox 360. Like, photorealism, right. photorealism, and we might get there. There's been a they couple times. They did that times. with the uh, Game Boy camera, too, right? <laughs> yeah, for, yeah, for sure. Photorealism. <laughs> I, for, for whatever reason, like, the NBA games, like, every, every anytime I see them, I have to make, like, a double take and be like, is that really basketball or, or you know, the game? That's, like like the one that really tricks me right now, but yeah, I could see that. I mean, even back on the dreamcast, remember like NBA 2k, you walk by in the store and you're like, is this real life? (laughs) Nope. Just basketball game. Yeah. The sweat. Yep. Did you guys, um, can you hear my kids laughing in the background? <laughs> I hear somebody peeing with the door open and giggling. Thanks, kids. <laughs> Welcome to the podcast. And then we get the toilet flush in the background to cap it all off. Is that That's... considered ASMR? Is... <laughs> it's just considered ASSMR. <laughs> um, I lost my train of thought. I think I was trying to segue into Tony Hawk, but I'll just cut it off and we'll go, hey, let's talk about Tony Hawk. Um, there'd been rumors. I think we talked about it in the last upload and this came out like this news came out right before our last podcast went up and we've been talking about how there was rumors of a new Tony Hawk game. I think there is still going to be a new Tony Hawk game, but then they announced the remaster, um, for all consoles, not switch yet and PC. So we're getting Tony Hawk one plus two. It's kind of a stupid name. Um, being, Handled by Activision again, which is weird because I feel like after the ride shred and Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 5, Tony Hawk would have been a little bit leery about that. And I think he should have been, but I'm happy that uh, it's Vicarious Visions that's doing this. So Vicarious Visions obviously did the remasters of the Crash Bandicoot, but they also did the fantastic ports of those Tony Hawk games to the GBA. That was oh, okay. That was their baby, so... They were the ones who nailed that game on a console that shouldn't have been able to nail it. Yeah. So if anybody's going to get it right, it's it's going to be these guys. It sounds like both full games 
All the skaters are back. It looks like most of the soundtrack, I think 18 of the 26 songs. It's weird that they didn't just fill in some other ones, but I guess I can kind of see that. And the only thing I'm a little bit disappointed with was I watched the interview with Vicarious, uh, Jeff Keeley, and um, Tony Hawk, which let me just touch on that quickly. Like, I don't see the point in Summer Game Fest when I just get the news outside of Jeff Keeley's thing anyway. <laughs> but yeah. anyway, uh, so the, they were talking, and what they did do, which I'm not overly fond of, is they added the revert into these games, which didn't come into place until three. And a lot of people like that addition. I, I don't care for the revert. I think that's when it got silly to me and it's going to break a lot of the original lines that exist in, in those levels. Uh, so that's a bummer, but on the positive side, they do have, uh, the original source, uh, skater handling code from Neversoft. So they should play just as you remember. And it sounds like they're doing one-to-one scale remodels of the levels. The levels will be redone, but hopefully they're, painfully and lovingly recreated and uh, it won't be an issue. I'm just happy that it, it's seemingly going to feel like the right game. Yeah. I mean, I though it feels like the Nintendo 64 version. Cause that's <laughs> you, you superior. It is superior. And the only one that I've ever played. You missed out, man. That blue cart just spoke to me. <laughs> and the music, man, the tracks on that, the, it the just three tracks like, that you have. <laughs> Were there tracks, actual songs? Yeah, there was some, wasn't there? Yeah. yeah. Really? I'm surprised that fit on the cart. It sounded awful. Mm-hmm. And you had no idea what they were saying. Which but. is crazy, because like that's the selling point. Like, There's a reason why people still remember Goldfinger, and it's not because they're a great band. It's because we listened to Superman 8 million times <laughs> as we all played Tony Hawk's yeah. Pro Skater 1 and 2. Yeah. It's... The the trailer looks amazing. Like the the graphics look really good. I thought. Yeah. But uh, I the revert doesn't. I'm I'm not. I'm kind of whatever. I I kind of like the revert, but at the right. same time, in those levels, the way they were built, it was like you yeah. go to that warehouse. You're gonna go on that rail back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. That's what you do. But when you have a revert, you can do whatever you want. You know. Right. And I mean, I always have the option to just simply not use it, but I imagine they're going to alter the scoring system mm, yeah. because you'd have to, because your combos now are infinite. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I just, I'm so pumped. Like I've said it a million times, like those games are what got me into skating. And I probably outside of like some MMOs and maybe a Call of Duty here or there, I've probably sunk more time into Tony Hawk Pro Skater than any other game wow. in my life. I still go through like every year and just hundred percent it. Really? Wow. On the 64, of course. On the 64. <laughs> yeah. I also loved that the trailer, they, they went with Police Truck for the background song of that trailer. <laughs> like, of all the tracks, like, I love that song, but that is not a good song. They just censor it even, so it was funny. See, but that's, to me, that that's a Tony Hawk song, for sure. Like, Oh, yeah. I hear that song, yeah. and I'm like, oh, yeah. And, uh, yeah. yeah. It's, it's going to be pretty good. I'm, you know, like... Those levels are pretty small too, though, compared to the other ones. Yeah. Once they get bigger, underground, it turned into just like a massive landscape, but. And uh, one's a little hard to revisit, like with those couple downhill levels too. Like those mm-hmm. just don't, they didn't really work in the context of the game even then. And they just don't hold up post that. Like once you got to two, those just seem stupid. Yeah. Do you like competition levels? Um, 
I mean, I like it for like a progression standpoint, but yeah, they're not usually my favorite. Sure. I'm excited that all this like modes and like skate and all that stuff is coming back and that it'll all be online. I think that's going to be huge. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I, I mean, this is an immediate buy. In fact, I think I'm going to buy the, I might just buy the deluxe edition that it's not 40 bucks. It's 60, but you get a Tony Hawk deck, which is exactly what a skateboard deck costs. So you're not saving any money at all, but you also get a skateboard deck. Are we all a full size deck? Yeah. It's a birdhouse, uh Tony Hawk signature model with like a fake signature on it. Like, huh. you know, inked signature, yeah. not inked, but pressed. And yeah. I, I don't know. I, I'm old and fat and uncoordinated, but I still skateboard a little with my kids. So I wouldn't hang another wall. I would like actually put a new deck yeah. together. Huh? Cool. So I'm excited. I hope this is the rebirth and this plays like I want it to. And then we get a new entry a year from now. Same engine. Just like. Same friggin' yeah. engine. <laughs> Maybe they could add stuff in, like getting off your board, you know, and that kind of stuff, mm. like the underground sort of thing. And like, but that always felt weird. Yeah, it's kind of did. I'm really hoping they come out with a rollerblading game. Oh yeah, yeah. Has there ever fruit, been a rollerblading fruit booting? Game? Yeah, fruit booting. Fruit one booting. and two remastered. No, there there wasn't. There was on the NES, but. There had to have been in all of that a rollerblading game, wasn't there? Aggressive inline. I'm, I'm sure there. Yeah, yeah aggressive oh, inline. Yeah, aggressive yes, inline. I yeah. have that. That's a. Yeah. I hate rollerblading, but that's a fantastic game. Like it copies the formula to a T. It's just it's Dave like Mira, isn't it? It's like on that engine, maybe. Oh uh, yeah, it's know. Dave Mira engine. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Huh. They just go right to hoverboards make... now. Yep. Probably. Or what are the one wheels? Oh, are they yeah. called one wheels? I think so. I've seen well, a lot yeah. of those. Oh, those, are, those are stinking cheap. Oh, there's no. a version that uh, the original version was like eighteen hundred dollars. <laughs> I For just like watched the most a video uncomfortable on this. mode of transportation imaginable. Right, and they just came out with a more affordable, smaller version for nine hundred and eighty dollars. There's so, some douche crazy. nozzle in town who has one of those, and he rides it all year round. Like I'll be at work on the corner of that busy intersection in town and it's like 10 degrees below zero and he's got like ski mask and everything on. He's like rolling it across the intersections. I was going to say, those things can't work on ice. I can't imagine. I mean, Do you I just pray so, for him right? to wipe out? You're like, please fall, please fall. Come <laughs> yeah. on, fall. Uh, it's, it's impressive. He's really committed to that thing. Plus you would think like the temperatures would be bad for battery, but mm-hmm. I'm sure it drains it more. Those one, one wheel guys. I think they're better than everybody because they got one more wheel than the rest of us. <laughs> um, uh. Yeah. Do you guys see the Nintendo news? No. Tell me the Nintendo news. I, I was late to this, but they revealed the trailer for a brand new Paper Mario game oh. that comes out on the 17th of July already. Really? So I don't know if they bumped up the release because like nobody knew this was even in the works and reportedly it had been on the shop already. Like somebody found evidence that it was already on their store ready to go. So they've just kind of been sitting on this thing. What? That's not good news. It's called like Paper Mario, like some origami. I don't know. The trailer looks great. It actually looks like a good one of those because in my opinion. There's more bad ones than good ones now. Yeah, I was going to say I played the majority of them. And the only two I really liked was one and Thousand Year Door on mm-hmm. GameCube. I didn't mind that Wii one, but I also 
It That's not a real one. Stick with me. No, that one felt weird. <laughs> yeah. I Nintendo yeah. needs to get away from the whole like it's cardboard. It's like, art it's stuff. Origami this yeah. Time. <laughs> like it's fine if you have it in one property like Paper Mario, but they've moved it over to Yoshi and Kirby, and you know. Yeah. It's a little old. Well, and the point. trailer did show yarn. And it did show like cardboard folding, like Yoshi's Crafted World. So it's kind of like everything they've learned about making those kind of games up till now. Yeah. They even made you do it in real life in Labo. <laughs> Which very very true. We spent a Saturday or a Sunday afternoon, about four hours, making the robot one. Okay. Oh, no. And we've maybe used it once. We played it like after we were done, and then I think he maybe played it one more time after that. He was like, ah, I'm done. <laughs> All of my cardboard is still sitting in cardboard. So, <laughs> yeah, we did the house, we did the bugs, we did the fishing one, and we got half a piano. And I've had half of that piano, and I'm pretty sure I've lost pieces, oh, yeah. like sitting on the floor for like over a year now. I even got that like VR one because I was curious. Still factory sealed. I totally shouldn't have bought that. <laughs> It's like two bucks now if you can find it. Yeah. What what a waste. I can't even remember the last Nintendo Switch game I've purchased. I maybe Luigi's Mansion was the last one. It's been a long time. I haven't even I haven't even looked at any Switch games. My last one's sitting right here. Well, I purchased it before, but this is the last one I picked up is a Bubble Bubble Four Friends. Oh, through yeah. Strictly Limited. Opened it. I've had it for six weeks, probably. Still sitting here. I just can't be can't be bothered. You never played it? Wow. Nope, haven't yeah. played it yet. Yep. Which is your favorite series of all time? Well, I do really like co-op bubble bubble. And it has the original on there, so we'll see. I'll get to it one of these days. We've just been busy with other stuff. Mm-hmm. Duck game. Yeah, we haven't even done that. Like it's been on a real Minecraft quick kick. Which is okay. Because they were getting too good at duck game for my own. <laughs> good. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I, I, it, it, you know, you bring it up and like, for as hot as I was the first nine months on my Switch, it's just collected dust since then. Except for my kids wanting to play stuff. Like, I haven't bought a game for myself on the Switch in forever. Yeah. It's weird. I did Pokemon Shield, and that was, I did it a couple weeks, and then just went through it and done. But yeah, I haven't done anything. I stood in line on opening day (laughs) for that Nintendo Switch. Did you make a video of that? Got my my Zelda, and that was it. Did you do a video on it? Nah. Were you doing YouTube back then? Yeah. Yeah. I was the weirdo who went to the midnight launch. And handed them my receipt, and then they handed me my copy of Breath of the Wild. I'm like, oh, no, 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 no. I want the Wii U version. I'm like, oh. <laughs> and I got that, and I walked out super proud. And everyone's looking at me like it was a, had a dick on my head or something. I'm like, screw I had you a guy guys. I don't need coffee. 300 bucks. I had a guy spit coffee all over me. Really? Whoa. Yeah, we were standing in line. So it was people that wanted the Wii U version. This was at GameStop in Fargo outside. 
and there was a line of people for the Nintendo Switch if you're getting and then a line for just the game and count you know stuff like that there was all separated out the guy I was standing next to was overly excited it was freezing out by the way um so this is midnight freezing this guy's overly excited and he he's just got that nasty coffee breath he's got he's he's a sweatpant wearing wearing guy and you know that kind of situation and he starts getting overly excited about breath of the wild <laughs> while he's drinking and someone's talking and he decides that I'm going to speak with a mouthful of coffee and it just all shot out like like you know, his mouth was like completely numb and it just starts rolling out and he keeps on talking and it's spring all over me it was the worst situation because wow. I mean if you know me personally you know I have a thing for germs and smells and all of that stuff i was in a rough situation and that guy really ruined opening day for oh, me it's a bummer that reminds me of the mgc where i stuck my finger in your cup of water and you just lost it why you do yeah. that why would you do that yeah because this is why i want this reaction <laughs> well even in, in my office if someone grabs a pen off of my desk I can't have it. I say, well, now you got to keep the pen. So my whole office knows that you don't come into my office and you don't touch, you don't touch anything. Yeah. You don't touch a pen unless your intentions are to keep my pens. So like Howie They're, Mandel. It, it's a problem. I'm medicated for it, but it still doesn't help. I got some extreme obsessive compulsiveness. <laughs> Well, yeah, it must help a lot that you live with somebody who puts <laughs> Switch games in a cup holder. <laughs> right. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, now so, I feel bad for borrowing that or taking your isopropyl alcohol. You probably needed to like rub down with that. It just ruined your life. Rub what down? Everything. Oh. Germs. <laughs> hey. Um, no, I'm good. I have a stash. Good. I'm okay. Okay. I'm in a good place. That's good to hear. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I had to have Nate bring over isopropyl alcohol because I couldn't find the stuff anywhere, of course, right now. And I needed that as part of my bathroom remodel and our tub restoration. Like the final step was, of course, to prep the surface with that. And it's like, well, I have like half an ounce between like my record player cleaner kit and my NES cleaning kit so that's not gonna cut it <laughs> so he was generous enough probably gave me like five ounces of the good stuff so who's crazy like me oh nate yeah. <laughs> give him a call well i just remember He's being over at your place and, like you'd always have like the big bottle i'm like that dude's gotta have some like for sure and i came through yeah i got you it's great put it to good use i mean better use would be cleaning games i acquired but tub is okay too <laughs> Or squirting at my children's eyes directly. Oh my god! Teacher's his boss. I got really dark again. Yeah. I was so, cleaning a cartridge the other day, and no matter how many Q-tips, how much alcohol I was using, 
would not get clean. Have you ever had that? Yep. It's kind of like when you shit and you can't just keep, you just keep wiping and it's the same. Just like a, a brown marker yeah, back there. Yeah. It, and you just keep on wiping. Yep. What do you do then? There. Like a little bit of goo gone right on the pins or what? I just isopropyl alcohol. Just put it in a Q-tip, dip it in, you know, alcohol and then scrub it across the pins. So you just kept doing it until it worked? Yeah. I mean, it, it worked right away, but I just, I always clean my stuff anyway. And oh, sure. Just if it's really bad, Brasso. Yeah, that's what I I've heard. Recommend it, but because it kind of eats a layer off. Oh, sure. Of the pins, but in desperate times, it'd give you a clean start, I guess. Yeah. I don't and know what they say. Don't use Brasso, you asshole. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's what it, it said. It on the back of the cart, right? That's yeah. That. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Also, don't. And actually, that's Brasso's. That's that's Brasso's theme. It's on. It's <laughs> yeah. on the bottle. I kind of knew it. I knew I heard that somewhere. <laughs> I've used Gugon on the pins a couple times and wiped it off immediately. But for the most part, usually the alcohol stuff works. Yeah. I wonder if you could use um. What it? What is? I can't even remember. Oh, Rain-X. So I use Rain-X on the outside of the carts for um, marker for Sharpie, and it comes right off. Really? Immediately. Huh. Yeah. And I wonder if Rain-X would work on the pins. I don't, you'd probably want to try on a crappy game or something like that, yeah. but. You know what I use for marker is the big old fat, uh, like, school erasers, like the big pink ones. The white ones? Mm-hmm. Oh, pink ones. Uh, yeah. I've used the pink ones. and it. I mean, it takes a lot of elbow grease, but. Yep. It gets it off there. I mean, the game yeah, wasn't if, even worth opening it up to get to the pins better anyway, so... <laughs> it's no, that kind sure. of game. Yeah. Yeah. I've been lazy. I don't think I've cleaned games I've acquired in a long time. I also haven't cataloged them either, so... There's that. <laughs> Every once in a while, I'll get motivated, and then I'll stop after 10 games and be like, well, I got... You know, five hundred some more to go, and <laughs> I'm like, eh. You know, a few months go by. Okay, I'll do it, and I don't remember where I left off. So then I just start back <laughs> at the beginning. So my first ten games of my my collection, mint. Yep. You probably Shrink. memorized them by now. I have those. <laughs> yeah. So speaking of like collecting, um, Nate and I got some good news. So for any of you who didn't know, I pre-ordered the TurboGrafx-16 Mini long, long time ago when the pre-orders were open, and I accidentally ordered two, so Nate's buying the second one, so it's a win for him. Um, and yes, we've gotten is. an update after all these YouTubers were showing the ones they got, which I think came through Amazon, because it released Amazon Japan. It had been released in Japan. And then all of that started happening. I was like, checking mine. I'm like, there's got to be an update, right? There's got to be an update if all these people in the U.S. are getting it. Even if, even if the U.S. version isn't out yet. They've got to have a shipping date. Never happened. And then finally, probably I would say, what, month? Six weeks ago, max? I'd gotten an update that I shared with Nate, and they moved the release date of the U.S. to December 31st of this year. Oh. Yeah. So That's not really a release direction. date. <laughs> no, 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 no. It got pushed out to 2021. Well, the shipping, it was going to arrive, but the technical oh, release yeah. date was December 31st. And we weren't getting it until, like, I don't know, the 15th of January, some dumb crap. And, that seems uh, like a placeholder. Right. So we were pissed. 
And I'm like, well, I looked it up. That's what their site says. Like, that's the release date. So I guess it is what it is. I'm over it at this point because I'm already a year into waiting for it. And, uh, and then last week I got a text from Brandon again. He's like, did you get an email on that? I'm like, no, I haven't heard shit. I'm like, other than it was delayed. He's like, oh, well, I'm going to feel bad if you didn't get this, but I got an updated shipping and it's like going to be here next week. So I'm like, okay, let me check. And I ran out. Sure enough, they moved it up to a May release. So I think ours arrives right at the end of the month. Oh, I can't which wait. Which is fantastic. So by by June, I'll be playing the mini that I don't need because I already have the original with the EverDrive. But it's have you guys seen the scale of the US version? Is it small? No. No, it's like 80% size. Like, I don't even know why it's mini. It's literally oh, the same wow. size almost as the console. Huh. It's kind of shocking. I'm so excited. I'm excited too. Be cool. Do you want to have a release party? Distanced. <laughs> okay. Five and a half feet. I guess we're gonna have to get together so I can get it to you at some point. Yeah, you do. I'll just get one of those like covered gripper claw things, and, like hand it to you. Uh. Yeah, it'll be fun. Been a long freaking wait for that thing. Yeah. Yeah, when was pre-order rate? What was the pre-order like a year ago? Yeah, it was like last July or something. Maybe even uh-huh. I don't know. <coughs> Can you still order anything? Probably. Yeah. Well, and there's, it comes with two controller ports built in, but only one controller, which isn't really that big of a problem because like ninety nine percent of those games are one player anyway. But at some point, I should order a second controller. I think Hori is supplying those. Now so I need to I might see try the to order like a Japanese one. I need to look at the controller ports to see how they did that. It's just in the same spot, but they're stacked on top of each other. Oh, okay. Which you know, and it's got that big like whatever proprietary port that they have. So it looks about right, surprisingly. Huh. So well, you never did pre-order one then, Andy? No, I didn't. Okay. So I'll be I'll be jealous once you guys get it, I'm sure. But then you'll have 20 of them by the end of the month. Mm, we'll see. We'll see how they might not be all that available if they're just kind of like not sure when they're shipping and uncertainty. Yeah. One being it was only ever through Amazon and not retail. Yeah. That's kind of a weird choice. Yeah. Yeah, I don't even I don't even know. I don't even know. That'll be a good one though. To get to get in and set up finally. I talk about it like I'm gonna do that right away, but I bought that Genesis Mini and the only thing I've done is use a controller on a keyboard or on a computer, so Yeah, me too. I haven't even fired mine up. Nope. I threw it in a box. I literally just threw it in a box in my game room. So and then I bought they tell I don't think I told you guys, but I bought two of those at games things. So Ad Games has those a couple of different like flashback or arcade oh, collection yeah. things. And I found them both. Like there's the two versions at Walmart and I got them both for like under 10 bucks. And they're just sitting down here forever. So finally I just took everything out of the boxes, threw them both in the same Ziploc bag and like threw them in a box out of my garage. Like, <laughs> like, why do I do this? Why do I buy this stuff? I didn't even try it. So stupid. Yeah. I, I still have one of those too. Never opened yeah. it. I mean, in theory, it would be okay because there's some good games on a couple of those. But they're mostly Capcom. 
right? Well, yeah. Yeah. Well, the ones that got like Aladdin and Lion King, so how can you go wrong? Yeah. Mixed in with all these other games, are like, that's not a real game. Right. Can't They can't all be winners. Or any of them. Yeah, you can still just order TurboGrafx. It says May 22nd. What about the controller? See any listings? Because I should get one of them. Probably just order I'm, the hub thing too. Yeah, it looks to like Apito has them too. Okay, perfect. Like wireless ones, even. Which Ooh, I don't that know. might be better. Although, when Nate and I were playing, maybe it was the weather, but we were using those wireless controllers on the classic, and they kept cutting out constantly. It was a real problem. Yeah. I mean, we're excellent at all retro video games. Surely that's the only reason we failed at Jackal and some yeah. of those other games. It's not because of our own doing. I, th- nope. I think they run on the same, like, Hertz or whatever as a lot of, like, Wi-Fi and shit like that, so. Oh, sure. There's a lot of interference, I think. Unless they're Bluetooth. You don't have Bluetooth ones, right? No. Nope, just standard wireless. Yeah. Yeah, that I'll I'll be uh, watching what you guys think of that thing cuz I mean, the boxes will look great. We'll tell you that from the yeah. get-go. Yeah. We probably won't play it though, but it could have cost like $25 less and I've been happier with it, but whatever. Wow. Two games that cost that much, so. That's true, yeah. Yeah, it's just kind of nice to see like what is really just a massively obscure console in the West get that sort of release so and that konami even remembers that they own it right much less make something make a product we, out of it we bought all this hudson soft stuff maybe we should do something yeah how easy would it be for them just to do like classic collections just Pretty, churn them out i yeah. don't get it how many times have they done contra and castlevania shit you know over and over yeah but yeah i guess bomberman's the only thing that they Thought was valuable out of that. Well, they give it like a piss poor treatment too with a Bomberman R. There's not a whole mm. lot to that game. Yeah, I didn't play very much of it. <laughs> I played it. I'm like, oh yeah, this is Bomberman. I think I bought it for like 25 bucks in the Switch, and then maybe like three weeks later, I found it for like five dollars in clearance for the PS4. <laughs> Super annoyed with that. But my son really likes Bomberman for some reason. So. We had some fun. Yeah. <coughs> I think that's all I have on my head. You have it on your head? Yep. Nice. And, well, it's all out of my head now. So. Oh. Yeah. And now into the interwebs. Yep. Which will stay Well, there. I can take us out. Let me do that. Sure. Can I do that for you guys? Sure. Yeah, you pull out good. All right. Well, friends, thank you for listening. We really appreciate it. Let us know what you've been playing, especially during this time. Maybe you've been diving into some deep RPGs or whatever. Make sure you send that via email to weekendrentalpodcast at gmail.com. Make sure you're following us on all of our social media, YouTube, Twitter, all of those things. And as always, you can find all things 
weekend rental at weekendpodcast.com or geekade.com. Be kind. Rewind. Plantains. Brasso for your asshole. <laughs> I pooped during this podcast, so uh, leave a comment with your timestamp. Time Is that where you yes. went? Yep. That was a poop break. I'm yeah. impressed. Yeah. Good yeah. job. You really pushed it. Yep. Multitasking son of a bitch. <laughs> Grunt one out.